0: I'm Hemant Metta. I'm Jessica Blumke. And you're listening to the podcast for FriendlyAtheist.com. Jessica recently attended the Amazing Meeting, a skeptics conference in Las Vegas where she had the chance to talk to a number of amazing people. For this episode, I sat down with TAM MC George Harab and Sheldon Helms, a professor of psychology, on the final day of TAM 2014. We talked about her reflections on the conference, the importance of communication in the science community, and The true flavor of bubblegum. Welcome to the podcast for friendlyatheist.com. My name is Jessica Bloomkey. I'm coming from Tam 2014. And I'm joined by. You may introduce yourself. Oh,
1: George Rob here. Hi.
0: Yeah, so people can hear your voice. And Mm, and you uh, were our MC. Yes,
1: I was the MC. And other
0: things people should know about you are.
1: Oh, uh, uh, I like strawberries. Mm -hmm. Um, Strawberries or
0: strawberry flavored things?
1: Uh, strawberry actual strawberries okay. strawberry flavor things not so much
0: mm-hmm. which is odd I actually feel the same way right okay what about
1: grape flavor versus actual grapes
0: I like them both but they're not the same flavor well, no,
1: but that's not the question that's oh. not the issue I like them both different. separately both separately, separately. which is a preference for one or the other given the given actually the I will say
0: grape is my go to flavor choice If I, if I have an array of
1: Skittles, let's say. Skittles. Yeah.
0: Let's say. Grape is the way you go. Grape is every time.
1: Okay, I have a bit of information which will blow your
0: mind. Okay. Let's wait, pause. No, because it's right in the subject. Oh, okay, okay. It's right in the subject. Yeah. It's just
1: for one second. Uh-huh. What is the flavor of bubblegum? Do you know? That what means. is the flavor of bubblegum? Because I'm gonna tell you what it is. It's You're not bubble gonna gum believe flavor. It's bubblegum flavor, right? Yeah. No. It's pink. A, it's banana. It is b- no it's yes. not I know I know you're not going to believe me It is not you. Next time you have a piece of it bubble just gum, blew my mind. Think banana and you will be astounded. It is banana-flavored. Bubblegum is banana flavored. That's like those videos where they say one thing and you hear another right, because right, of right, the way bah, their God, mouths right, are moving. Yeah. It's that same thing, but with olfaction and uh, gustatory. You Wait, won't. is
0: this just a trick that, like, if I think bubblegum have no. primed to the say banana? The flavor they banana. use
1: for bubblegum since, like, 1904 has been banana. That's because got to be the biggest over. scam yes. since Mother Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> and what was her flavor? Ugh. Can you imagine? It's Mother sorry, Teresa flavor? bitch. That... <laughs> That gum's got to be disgusting yeah. Ew. It's just you suffer through it It tastes like poverty Sorry I didn't but, introduce myself but I, don't, to talking I, don't about you I don't
0: think you should I think you should remain anonymous <laughs> For this particular impressed. interview just don't
1: hear you. I've been anonymous too long That's why I'm riding your coattails lately.
0: Yeah, my, my long and extensive coattails. My
1: name is Sheldon Helms, Hi, Sheldon. and I serve on the board of directors of the Bay Area Skeptics, and I'm a professor of psychology at Maloney College.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were talking earlier about, um, what's the thing about the time and value? Say that yeah,
1: now? we were discussing, well, we were waiting for someone, not George, to show up for the podcast, and I was saying this is an example of
0: chronemics,
1: because it's communication through time. So like when you're waiting in the doctor's office, it sends a message that he or she is more important than you. Is that with the ch Chrony mix? Uh-huh. Like chronos yeah, like Chronos. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Chrony mix. Yeah, are waiting to reply to an email. Exactly right. That's exactly. Or the, the one I tell my students about is when the, the three day rule. With yes. the guys You know, they're always telling each other, "Oh no, after a date, even if it went well, you, you don't call her right, right. away." Know, implies, yeah, uh, you're too, too desperate, desperate and she won't like that. And there may, I don't know if there's any research on that, but do
0: people, people still do that? It. Because like now, like I don't Facebook know what heterosexual like people
1: do. <laughs> don't ask me. I don't know. We don't date in my realm. We nope. just know instantly, by instinct, yeah, you're the one, let's go. Wow. That's why I've been together that with sounds, Steve for so long.
0: That sounds great.
1: It's great. It's, it's kind of like a death sentence, though. So at this point, we've been together so long, it's more like a Mexican standoff. We just kind of stare at each other on the couch saying, do something.
0: No, you <laughs> I dare, file. I dare you to leave. No. I dare you. No.
1: The how punishment long, is you stay with me. How long have you been together? Mm, more than two decades. Wow. I know. Wow. Nice. Did, did you expect that at all from the start? Yeah, actually, yeah. I've never been in love before. When um, I, yeah, I was in it. love with him. That was oh, it. Yeah, he was in love before. <laughs> that's the power of this that I've got going on. Baby. For the listeners, I Sheldon gesture gestured to
0: his face area.
1: Right, the facial and also the, well, hair, the hair, hair area. which is The sore so. spot between George and me, so. <laughs>
0: um, you are also two of the most sharply dressed gentlemen at this... Uh, except for you're always dressing up like Banachek which
1: no Banachek dresses like me I don't know Yeah, and to say we're the best dress skeptics is kind of like saying you're the smartest drummer it's not that big (laughs) a a deal you know it's not that big a deal
0: (laughs) you heard your first folks George is taking down drummers finally well that's (laughs) what I do for a living so I can do that (sighs) oh yeah you're a musician Yes. and you led as I said to you last night um, last year at the end of TAM you brought out your guitar and Mm. led the best singalong I've ever heard it was a lot of Drunk people, I assume well, they were in a bar. In a
1: bar, at with drinks, with drinks in front of them. So yeah, they but, and, drunk free, in and drinks them. in front of them, and <laughs> behind them, and on the side <laughs> as well.
0: But my boyfriend got a um, a recording of Not it. My boyfriend, oh my, my fiance fiance. 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 fiance, fiance, fiance. So nice of you to congratulations. Thank you. So it just happened yesterday, yesterday, which is I don't know what today is, but people aren't going to be listening to this. Anytime Today's soon. Sunday. But the day. I have a day Saturday of town Of 10. Saturday, of 10. 11th. I'm
1: so excited. You had no idea. Do you any clue? Any no like?
0: idea? If, I don't know if you saw me right after it happened, but I was weeping uncontrollably. Oh, you were a mess. I was, was a uh, mess. You're an adorable mess.
1: It, you, you were str- a basket cake.
0: I was a, ma- a stranger volunteered to take our pictures. She's like, "Oh, you have to take a picture right after it happened." And this lovely, nice stranger told me to get my shit together. <laughs> <laughs> that is how big of a mess I was. And
1: that is the Tam experience. Just <laughs> you know, sum up the Tam
0: experience. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, <random> stranger, James <laughs> <Randy>. <laughs> get
1: your shit together, lady.
0: People don't know this about him. <laughs> yeah. Asshole. No, he just he
1: just wants his things to run smoothly. So yeah. Oh my god. Um,
0: but anyway, yes, you're, I skillfully name dropped there. my at the time future fiance. Um, so we recorded it and we were listening to it and it was like. A beautiful rendition of um, Space Odyssey. Oh, and everybody knew every word mm-hmm. and was singing beautifully in tone. I think there were harmonies. Well, that was, was the cool thing
1: was we had like there were four iPads kind of floating around. So I would sort of say what I had chords to. Mm-hmm. And people would find the lyrics, uh-huh. and it just it was great. It was this you know twenty first century sing along. Mm-hmm. Really, really oh, I'm hoping we can do a little bit of that again tonight. We'll see. At some point, we'll see. we'll see. I totally missed that. I'm so I'm glad you mentioned it. I have to look for it online. Were you everything. here last year? Yes, oh, I've been here. 10 times 10 Fam. times yeah how have we never spoken because you're famous and you don't like oh is that what it is oh yeah. I forgot that that's right that's I know right. Yeah. yeah oh cause you're not yeah
0: cause you're not cause you're one not one of yeah. right. those not famous well people. didn't get a little we'll
1: way. see people seem to be tweeting a lot about me All right? Yeah. <laughs> one moderation thing tweet that's me it. everyone at Sheldon W. Helms yeah, is there a hashtag at the end? I don't
0: know how to. Put it. <laughs> no, it's not. Sheldon, as of this recording, has four followers. Yeah, one of whom is me.
1: Wow, and, blandly, so yeah.
0: And he did not follow me back, which I thought was really. It's the
1: chronological. <laughs> <It's> chronological <laughs> cr- <laughs> He's <demonstrates> <laughs> <It's value. laughs> Well, I don't know how to do any of it yet. I mean, there's a learning. Curve. He said he
0: accidentally followed Massimo. I was like, <laughs> I don't know how I did it. But you didn't even start your Twitter account.
1: No, I don't know where it came from. It's mystery. It yeah, it's suddenly Sheldon W. Helms. Is it self-aware? In, are we are we at that point now? It could it's be aware. AI. Twitter which, is self-aware. Yeah, Stephen Hawking says it would be the worst thing we could ever do. Is, is it Twitter became self-aware? AI. If Twitter becomes self-aware, we're all screwed. If sure. Twitter becomes self-aware, we are fucked. <laughs> we are so fucked if Twitter becomes self-aware. <laughs> Not to quote anybody, <laughs> but I don't know. Well, you said unfocused interview, and no, so far I, we've delivered. Think, us the, the off un- the camera. I think
0: I the word unfocused. <laughs> I think I said we can talk about what you'd like. Oh, this <laughs> is it? This, this is what yeah, we want. We're going to take down. Same thing. Mother Teresa, James <sighs> Randi, Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking. Hacks.
1: Yeah. Hacks. The last of them.
0: <laughs> You're it here first.
1: <laughs> what was the best thing you learned over the weekend? What was the, what was the <clears> fact that you were going to take home? From this weekend That you didn't have In your arsenal of facts
0: um, I learned that If somebody proposes to me I won't stop crying For four hours <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that's what Tam's all about? I think that's good Do you think everybody debates, Learned that lesson?
1: It's good to in debates Yeah <laughs> <laughs> if someone says God is real Just say But I cried
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, I just, <laughs> but I cried so much So oh much Makeup gosh. was ever um, No I actually had A real answer To that <laughs> question me. Um, it's
1: that bubble gum is banana flavor.
0: <laughs> Actually, that's probably the one thing I'm going <laughs> to quote
1: more nice. than
0: anything else. Okay, so I don't sorry. believe you. I'm going to go buy bubble gum. Really. Don't believe
1: me. Don't you. you need to ch- test it. That's yeah. the whole point. But yeah. Okay, sorry, your fact. Um, yes. My
0: fact is that I had no damn clue how the placebo effect worked. Because they um, did, um, they being um, right, Novella the and yeah, yeah. other people of that ilk, um, We're talking about science based medicine. Right. Um, which. I think we should just be able to call it medicine. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. But just about how the placebo effect, it's not self-healing. People think it's the mind healing itself, and that is specifically not what it is. And that blew my mind, because I really thought I had a grasp on that.
1: In fact, along that same theme, Harriet Hall has asked us to stop calling it the placebo effect, because there is no effect. It's psychological. She calls it the placebo phenomenon, I hope that catches on awesome. because oh, yeah. it's much better we have to make a lot of things
0: catch on this weekend yeah a lot, a lot of, of my slang. students
1: fall prey to that because I'll talk to them about you know bullshit psychotherapies mm-hmm. gay conversion therapies and blah 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 and when I go into this whole thing they say what about the placebo effect? Mm. Isn't it better to do something rather than nothing? And so you have to unravel that for them. And it's yes. that word effect. Mm-hmm. It's powerful. Mm-hmm. We need to take that away. It's well, like it's a result based thing as opposed to just a yeah, yeah. A, a and it's magical. It's yeah.
0: magical. Well, and it's not unlike um, the word theory. People hear theory, theory of evolution, theory mm-hmm. of gravity, and uh-huh. they're like, well, it's just a theory. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. people, I mean, I guess it's a result of like a scientifically not. I don't want to say scientifically illiterate but scientifically illiterate mass populace who they hear words like theory and think well I have theories about things right it's
1: also the fault of of, of science communicators too sort of presupposing things sometimes I I think I think we're guilty sometimes of, of taking a it 's much harder to communicate an idea that you understand to mm-hmm. someone that doesn 't understand that yeah. idea that 's really difficult to do because there are all kinds of presuppositions in your statement mm-hmm. in your position, like oh it 's like explaining a musical idea to someone that doesn 't play an instrument right. it 's really difficult to do and that 's why good teachers are, are are rare and so so valuable mm-hmm. to be able to communicate something you know inherently or, or inside and out mm-hmm. to someone that has no frame of reference. It's a really, really right. tough thing. In psychology, we call it meaningful context. Okay. And people forget to do that all the right. time. Um, you know, a lot of people don't know this. I was discussing a um, name drop my workshop the other day on um, teaching critical thinking at the college you level. name drop yourself. I just did,
0: baby. for name dropping words. So what,
1: Sheldon W. I like <laughs> a selfie. It doesn't really work. I will, yeah. I'm going to figure out a way in Photoshop. <laughs> what was I
0: talking about? Oh, you oh, talking yeah. about... So
1: we were talking about the fact that, you know, it's difficult to teach critical thinking skills. And one of the things that get brought up over and over is, well, we're failing our students because we teach them rote memorization. I always want to pump the brakes on that point and say, wait, at the beginning stages of learning rote memorization is important because we speak a foreign language called psychology. Right. Most people don't use these words in their everyday life right. and if, you, if I don't teach them to you first and right. I'm lecturing and using those words, we lose the context. Mm-hmm. You don't know what I mean or even worse someone told you what it means and they're wrong and now you hear me saying something I'm not saying. So Psych 101 general psychology level is all a big vocabulary test. Mm-hmm. Oh, and a little bit of synthesis and blah blah but it's not until you get To you know the higher level courses and then finally the graduate courses where you start getting that real meaning and adding to the body of knowledge. Um, So meaningful context is one of those things I do a lot and I use a lot of analogy and I tell stories about my crazy mama from Oklahoma and I'm trying to make it memorable and also tell them this is like that. And I always tell my students, when I don't do that, you'll ask for it by raising your hand and asking for an example, right. or raising your hand even better and saying, is that like when my little brother does this thing, mm-hmm. and they're asking for meaningful context? Mm-hmm. I'm lucky, though, I teach psychology. I can give meaningful context very easily because it's human behavior, and they're human, and they have behaviors. Right. I feel sorry for physicists. Right, quantum mechanics and stuff. Oh yeah. my God, like, what is that's the a reference? quark. What's that like? Yeah. Nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> I can't give you a frame of reference, but I'll write the equation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it must be terrible.
0: Do you think that's why there's sort of a mistrust of uh, more complicated sciences? Because it's so hard to grasp. do
1: you say more complicated sciences than psychology?
0: No. No. Okay,
1: I'll just give you Why would to I say that? That, that would be a really rude okay. thing to
0: say. It would be disparaging <laughs> on what you do. And I am a thoughtful host, and I would never do such things.
1: I know that about you. And, and frankly, apologize. that's
0: rude of you to apply that I said I'm that. I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry. But that's why, because because the terms using quantum mechanics and the terms using physics are so foreign, uh-huh. you would assume, oh, that must be more complex as opposed to relationship based, right. You know, data gathering. Or yeah. something. Or, oh, yeah. I, I get that. You know, that, that, that's a couple. This is hate and love and, right. Right,
0: right, right, and right. fear
1: right. and anger. That I understand. That's not as complex as quarks mm-hmm. and you know neurons and gluons and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's it's equally as complex. Mm-hmm. But the, the framework and the context is so different. So, yeah, people are going to back off to the or, or be hesitant to dive into, I mean, quantum mechanics. What is it they say if you think you understand it, you don't? Yeah. yeah Basically, is yeah. what it comes down to. Yeah. You, know, you just, you can't really understand it. It's very, I like,
0: just looked it up. I was like, oh, I should just figure out what the, Yeah, you, like,
1: get, you get the first sentence of the first paragraph, and you just, you know, take a nap. That's, mm. Yeah. That's yeah.
0: plenty of that.
1: Yeah, that's rough. I thought I understood quantum physics and all of that <coughs> when I was a follower of Shirley MacLaine in the mm, 80s. Right. Because it was all, well, quantum physics <coughs> tells us blah, blah, and you just eat it up. And it, you don't understand it. But because it's you, context, because yeah. it's saying this is why you feel good. Because Yeah. Oh, all these smart yeah. people with lots of letters after their names agree with us. And yeah. I would say, oh, okay. And that's why I believed it. Right. It's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: well, there's been a long history of people who promote woo, but taking words from real sciences, mm-hmm. like Deepak Chopra, I think, is a perfect yeah. example of, sure. he says words that have meanings, mm-hmm. but not specifically in the way he means it. But
1: th- that's it, I mean, this goes back to the first electronic devices, you know, mm. the first the first use of electricity, most of it was, you know, for liver therapy, you know, get uh, your your Ogden's liver yeah. tuning <laughs> machine. That's right. You I have a violet ray machine from the early 20th oh, century wow. at home, and it's a bakelite light, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's got the little, um, which call them like tubes, sort of, but some of them are flat so they're for rubbing on your head for psychological issues. Some are like rakes so that you can put them across certain parts of your body. Yeah, and so it's the mysteries of things that we don't understand, and when there's that blank in there, people fill it in with all kinds of crap to try to sell you on ideas and products, et cetera. It used to be the very rare rock. Would find this crystal, you would find this rare thing. Okay. Ooh, oh, it's rare, it's special. Okay, I'm gonna hold this over your head and here we go. You know, you jump forward. It's just because it's years. not common
0: means it's magic. Right,
1: right, exactly. The uncommon, uh, ununderstandable thing. And now you have this electricity or you have radium. Yeah. I gonna stick radium on my nose. This is great. <laughs> you know, heroin? This is
0: great. Yeah,
1: hey, heroin. Heroin. What? Yeah. It was what Harriet Hall who was talking about people drinking radioactive liquids yeah. yesterday oh, yeah. or talking and yeah. killing them. Yeah. It's. It's new, so... And now now you've got these great, you know, you've got scientists doing these things and and, and using words like quantum and stuff. And because it's so easy to, it's so difficult to understand, it can apply to anything. So Mm -hmm. you might as well call it Fred. You know, why (laughs) why is this working? Because of Fred. Uh You know, okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So what was your fact of the conference? Oh. I pointed at George.
1: I, I don't know, I have to think about that because Sheldon, too. Yeah. I'm still stuck on the banana flavor.
0: <laughs> I, I can
1: tell you who my favorite speaker was, and that oh, was my yeah. close personal friend, Carol Tavris, yeah. a social psychologist.
0: Your close she, close friend.
1: She gave an amazing talk that probably even amazed my close personal friend, James Randy. I'm thinking at <laughs> yeah. this point. But yeah, you know, she was my favorite line of hers was that's not the feminism I signed up for. Right. Well,
0: you should probably give an thought, overview oh, of what her talk was about. brilliant, yeah. So she
1: was talking about he said, she said, and the science behind that, and I will not try to give a synopsis because I won't do it credit, mm-hmm. but it was about looking at um, issues of feminism, sexual harassment, rape, all these hot button issues mm-hmm. that people are terrified to question skeptically. Mm-hmm. Which is an irony, since we are self-described skeptics who think and say we should question everything and examine it skeptically. There are certain topics that we just don't. And she was brave enough to stand on a stage and do exactly that. And I challenge anyone to find... The weakness Mm -hmm. in her statement, because they're going to have a tough battle. She did, and it's a stellar job. I said that sort of half jokingly Mm -hmm. in terms of the degree of difficulty of that speech to Mm -hmm. to be able to 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 do that and do it well, and it was it was very impressive. It was moving. She's she's. I feel bad because every time I forget how great she is. It's always I basically hear her once a year, Mm -hmm. and she gives a talk at the end of sixty minutes. It's like, damn. Right, she's awesome. Like you you know sort of intrinsically that she's awesome. Yeah. yeah. But then you remind reminded how awesome she is. And once again, you know, for the fourth year in a row you go, damn, that was so good. I'm so smart. So and especially with this with that topic of all topics. Yeah, right. very impressive. It may be her friendliness that throws you. Her friendliness and this ninja humor. Yeah. She's up in the rafters, you know, just like and can just throw this 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 star of of, of humor at you and it just hits you right in the taint. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that's a bad place to get hit. Yeah. yeah, but you just you just end up going, God, that's funny. Like how is this how is this lovely lovely woman just doing yeah. that to me? Yeah, it's great. Eugenie Scott will do that too. Absolutely. She drops those bombs yes. and you're just yeah, bending over, laughing. Right? Mm-hmm. I remember once where she was talking at, at my college for me actually, um, and she was <laughs> talking you about. Introduce again. Did she found a website? Yeah, for Sheldon W. Holmes. <laughs> find me on Twitter. Um, she was uh, and Sheldon W. Helms. No, Sheldonhelms.com, My website too. I forgot to mention that. George, anything? Album coming out for you me? Know? No, yeah, no. We do okay, that at the I end. We do like, that at the I don't end. I like plugging myself because I just just doesn't make me feel good. Well, now I look like an asshole. Well, yeah.
0: She's
1: that's why we brought you in here today. <laughs> you can just plug Sheldon here. Yeah. Please try <laughs> this. Right, yes. yeah. um, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, Jeannie. Whatever.
0: Close no, no. Red. She, yeah, so she close was she, she <laughs> was showing
1: a website up there, and it was one of these like Christian websites that's you know telling you why you should go to their school and because they don't do that evolution stuff or anything. And there were all these girls that are like you know, holding the books and mm-hmm. looking charming at everything right. and smiling. And the the website said something like, "I had a you know a." a a speech bubble coming out of her face or something that said something like uh, why can't you just present the information to me and let me decide because right. it's on evolution and right. Jeannie mm-hmm. paused for a moment and the audience was really quiet and she said because you're 12 dear
0: more <laughs> 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 <poured> the audience <laughs> oh, it, just, that's so it was funny. so funny
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like life. a phaser coming out of something that's <laughs>
0: great uh, let's talk about Bill Nye mm. it was so good that's where
1: he held the audience in the palm of his hand, I, which is not surprising, but it's lovely.
0: It was—he was so good
1: it, from his from—he literally leapt on stage. Yes, he le- he sort of jumped down on stage, and it was like, "Here we go!" Yeah, you know, this is going to be a thing. And boy, from yeah, from the first minute, from the first minute,
0: yeah, and he spoke a lot about. His debate, which and it was interesting because he was kind of rehashing things that he said during the debate, but I was still just eating it up. By yeah. It's just he's so compelling.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And to, to me, I'm sorry, but to me, the fact that I mean, obviously, he's a great science science communicator, great entertainer on stage, backstage, which is one of the coolest things that I get to see. You okay. know, people who like, uh-huh. you know. And he couldn't have been nicer. Could not wow. have been nicer to everyone right. from. So he, you know, he thanked the crew so as peculiar. he's leaving. He says again, like are you anything you need, or are, are we good? Was that okay? Did I go over? Like, was we... oh, that okay? Yeah. and that's what I mean. It's just <laughs> like, really? and it's not. And it's not this kind of showbiz BS. Yeah, it's yeah. just he genuinely just really wants sincerely wants to make sure things are okay and that we're happy and that it was worth you know him. Co- just wow. just great just great um, and leaves and just everybody feels awesome you know? Yeah.
0: he this is um I I'd hoped to interview him on this very podcast I did not get him which was a bummer but like I was still I'm fine with it now because yeah. just that talk was so good yeah, and frankly sitting next over a half hour would have been terrifying for me I've been worried about it but anyway um the, but so we were sitting we were about to get dinner so we were sitting outside um like near where the parking garages are, um, so we're in the lobby, and he walks in. He walks through with his his entourage, right. and they're like blazing through the lobby. Yeah. And in his wake, you just go, "Was that Bill Was that, ben? Yeah, ben? Right. Was that yeah. Yeah. And just everybody, it was, and it's there's like a BMX. Thing happening right. now, and it was yeah. all of those folks like oh, that was Bill yeah. out the science he guy, fits, and then yeah. just you could hear it like echoing yeah. throughout. It's it's he's a remarkable personality. He's a, a tortifiable. He,
1: he was talking, you know, for those of you who are listening to podcasts and didn't get to be here. Sucks to be you, but um, he gave a wonderful <laughs> synopsis.
0: To my uh,
1: no, I just want to. I want to motivate them. Well, I'm giving them meaningful content. You guys come.
0: This is but, awesome.
1: But he um, he was talking about his debate with Ken Ham, this creationist dork and you know it's speaking of, t- t- of t- Eugene t- Scott, t- Scott t- it was Eugenie and Josh Rosenau who were they both at the time work at National Center for Science Education who helped prep him along with Michael Shermer and some mm-hmm. other folks and I think they did an amazing job yeah. because you know he took a lot of criticism Bill Nye because people were saying you're an actor and a comedian mm-hmm. who pretends to be a scientist for a children's show right. you shouldn't be doing this debate with right. this guy who does this for a living mm-hmm. and as his ideology mm-hmm. and he's and then wipe the floor with you. Well, he didn't. Didn't I? Bill knew his shit. Yeah. Oh, can I press? Yeah. Okay, okay. He knew his shit, damn it. So <laughs> he, I think he did an amazing job. And the thing that he did, you could argue, okay, well, we could have had someone else up there talking about it more scientifically, et cetera. You could argue that. But what you can't argue is we could find somebody who would get more attention than that because right. you won't.
0: Or Bill held Nye, an audience. Right.
1: Bill Nye has a built-in audience and he's adorable and everyone adores you know, yeah. him for his TV show and he can bring that audience of BMX kids, mm. as you said, etc. Millions To this discussion. Millions of people. And watch what that. you will find is that many people who didn't know the fight was going on will come and fight with us yes. in some way. So that's what was important about having Bill Nye. Well,
0: and I think it's, uh, to your point, th- the entire... Creationist kind of religious side has personality like that's their game. They don't have any substance. That's all they have. Yeah. That's all they've they got, have
1: and, they have, and, they have kind and of, there's value to that. True. And
0: there, I mean, there's something to be said of taking right. a page out of the book of yes, we have answers, and we have science and reason on our side. But if you put up, you know, put somebody up there who is going to give you like cold hard facts, you're losing a lot of people
1: in, in communication. Being right is not enough, right? And it's a very unfair thing, and it sucks. But that is that is the world that that we have inherited, and that's yes. and it's taken a long time for for our side of it to realize that because mm-hmm. you think, wait, the, fa- the facts are right here, the yeah. facts are right. right here, and it's not enough. And I think what's great about this particular conference is over the span of the last decade, mm-hmm. it's it's changed, it's, it's modified itself, and it's it is. It, Become apparent that you need to be able to communicate context and ideas and not just be right. What's great though is that once you can do that, you have being right as well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, someone like Ken Ham, who has nothing of substance Mm -hmm. behind him, can be successful and can communicate and can convince people. Think what you can do when you can do that and be right. Yeah, That's why I think ultimately you know, the, the, the tide will go in our favor because we all have iPhones, because we all rely on technology, we all rely on all of these scientific principles that drive every aspect of our existence. Mm-hmm. And it's through critical thinking that we've achieved all these things. So we get to be right and presented in a way that is fun, like Bill Nye. And mm-hmm. he's the perfect example of that.
0: But do you think – so I, I think you're right, I think um... – this skepticism scientific literacy is getting more popular but it also seems that the other side is galvanizing against it in a way like you said, just a pendulum because there's i guess lately there's been a huge amount of not trusting science or you know vaccines are giving you autism
1: i think i think the number is getting smaller but louder. louder so it it, it feels like it's sort of Growing a little bit, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, even from Saunders's, I think it was his last talk. He, he spoke about uh, no, it was Prothro, I think, mm-hmm. saying that you know there's fewer fundamentalists, there's fewer climate change deniers, mm-hmm. but those that are that remain in positions of power, they're louder, they're in Congress. <sighs> Which is like incredible, you know, to think that. Oh, that was something that Bill had in his presentation. Bill, my good friend Bill, yeah. had his presentation. Personal. Uh, uh, Article One, Section Eight of, of mm-hmm. the Constitution says yeah. that the job of the government is to promote science. Right. And exactly. I thought, you know, what's not in the, the Constitution? Arts? In the arts. Yeah, yeah. And the arts, yes, science and the arts. You know what's Useful not in arts. the Constitution? God. That's right. God is not in the Constitution, and yet the promotion of science is. Yeah, like we should—that should be the first line of every debate that we have. What part of this do you not understand? Right, right. Spell it out. for Yeah, yeah. So, so they're they're louder, but uh, it's kind of like that same thing of they're they're dying, Mm -hmm. both figuratively and literally. Mm -hmm. They're dying out. You know, it's like when you see some really vehement racist, you know, who is eighty, and part of Mm -hmm. you sort of thinks almost like. Oh, isn't that cute? <laughs>
0: like, well, it's you're going to be They've gone lost their soon. teeth, so to speak. Of course, you literally and figuratively going to be, be dead, yeah. and it's going to no. be
1: fine. Yeah, you're going to be gone. Like, enjoy your 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 <laughs> midday meal, right? and you're going to be gone soon. So, yeah. Well, I'm glad that we're getting louder too. Yeah. Oh. I tell my students, you know, when I tell them about these hot button issues, I say things like, "Well, did you know that it's okay to fire people for being gay in most states in the U.S.?" And they're astonished by that fact. Um, And and being trans, it's almost every state. There's no protections whatsoever. And their mouths drop open. And then they start saying things like, this will not stand. What do I do about this? And I say, on certain issues, it is no longer okay for you to sit in silent agreement. Mm -hmm. You need to get up and do something. Get up and say something every opportunity. And, you know, I used to call them my minions. And now that this movie came out, (laughs) they think I mean the little (laughs) yellow creatures. So now I just say my flying monkeys. And I tell them, Go, spread the word, my pretties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's important that we be as loud as they are, mm-hmm. and like George said, at the same time we're being loud and having charisma, right. we're also correct. <laughs> so now we've got two punches for every one.
0: Yeah. And I think um, I think the gay rights movement is such an interesting one because it got so much power so quickly. The, the time from... The time between... Of course you don't get gay marriage. Of course that's too... There was a
1: long time period where there wasn't any. Because what happened was, if you look at the history, it was progress, progress, gaining momentum, AIDS. AIDS, And as soon as AIDS hit, gay people disappeared from TV, from movies, etc. And the only time you ever saw it was when they're spreading that disease, quote unquote. And it's taken a while because now people are living longer, and we're succeeding in battling this, Etc. Still a lot of suffering. We, you know, people need to protect themselves, etc But now it's becoming once again like it was in the '70s—cool to have a gay friend. Yeah. Some people will say, "Well, that sort of demeans us," and blah blah. And I say, I "Oh, give a shit!" You know, t- learn to take yes for an answer. Right.
0: <laughs> also, I think that's even working past that because you look at shows like like Will and Grace, for example, where yeah. like you have Jack, who's just like this very over the top, very st- yeah, you know, yeah, stereotypical yeah. person, and. Now- Character. now it's just, yeah. you can have shows that are about a gay character who yeah. is just a gay character doesn't live in his right. life. It's the parallels of,
1: of sort of the gay experience and like the atheist or the sort of critical mm-hmm. thinking thing. it's, it's yeah. very interesting. Yeah. People that, that come out to their family as atheists mm-hmm. who get shunned. I, I mean, I, I always sort of try to draw parallels. I mean, with this idea of, you know, do we call ourselves skeptics? You know, do, Is that is that sort of poisoning our our, our brand? Yeah. I, I always said, you know, you don't get to pick your nickname anyone who picks their own nickname is a, is a, is a schmuck. You know? right. I mean, anyone calls, call me Ace. Now I'm not going to call you Ace. <laughs> <laughs> now I'll do it ironically, but I'm not going to call you Ace. You know? So like, and I always say, look at the word queer. It was yeah. like, yeah, no, we are queer. I still have and a problem it. with that one, but I understand but it. So about it right. okay. Because that's my thing. Yeah. yeah, The younger generation doesn't have a problem with it, and they've, they've taken that Correct. word back. Yes. And I think, it has mixed effects, both positive and negative, mm-hmm. politically. Mm-hmm. But I think probably the positive ones outweigh. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, and people have not only not only taken that back, but used queer as a very specific thing. My my best friend's uh, girlfriend. You know, they're a lesbian couple, but she identifies as queer, mm-hmm. and my friend identifies as a lesbian. Like, that's just the word she has picked to describe herself. But they
1: just do it on the weekends? What is the difference?
0: <laughs> I, I, I don't. Well, it's like, I'm she, a social
1: queer. Well, like, a she, social smoker.
0: She has dated men, and she's currently in a relationship with a woman, and oh, okay. that's just how she chooses to celebrate Yeah, identify. it's like the queer
1: and questioning thing. You know, it's like it used to be gays, and then it was gays and lesbians, and then it was lesbians and gays because it's their turn to be first. And then we go, oh my god, we forgot the trans people, so it's LGT. And then it was, I'm bisexual and I get the same shit you do, LGBT. And now suddenly they added on two Qs, and I said, What's happening here? This is a whole thing now. For a while it sounded like a a BLT sandwich, and now we've got this whole alphabet soup, and it's queer and questioning. Yeah, yeah, and and now probably we'll get an A in there because there's asexual people as right. well, and they're yeah. a minority too. So you know, I don't know if the acronym's all that useful anymore. We're probably yeah. going to get rid of it, and maybe just start calling us people. people. <gasps>
0: Oh. do Wow. Let's yeah. put a bow on this because that was a beautiful ending <laughs> to a very strange podcast.
1: <laughs> well, you asked for strange when I you asked I didn't ask for George strange. I said in. we
0: can talk about what you want. That's not the same thing. Yeah, who's in these chairs? Come Come what do you
1: think we're going to want? No, it was to delightful.
0: Talk? I had fun. I hope people enjoyed it because I certainly did. Oh, um, so. Let's wrap this up. So we can we can find you where again, Sheldon. Well, I don't like to
1: self-promote because it makes me sound like an asshole. Right, George? <laughs> That's what I've heard. But you can find me on the Twitter at uh-huh. Sheldon W. Helms.
0: Let, let's see if we can make double digits for you. When or it comes visit to my website
1: at Sheldonhelms.com where I do meaningful work unlike people on Twitter. Oh now no one will follow me. Sorry, kids. <laughs> Or you can just go to geologicrecords.net, you can go to geologicpodcast.com, or you can just Google H-R-A-B, and you'll find everything that has to do with me. Bam!
0: Yeah okay well uh thank you so much for joining us joining me thanks gentlemen and congratulations again oh thank you that's so nice you, he made an announcement today in the ballroom and it was Yay. lovely and oh yeah that's it right. was, oh, I was yeah, very comfortable yeah, right. having everybody stare at me Good. it mm-hmm. made me feel Good. very regular <laughs> um and thank you for joining us um you can find us at friendlyatheist.com um and thanks for coming Thanks for listening to the podcast for FriendlyAtheist.com. Our theme song was written and performed by Brad Chagdis. And thanks to Michael Greif for helping us with on-site recording. If you like what you're hearing, please consider making a contribution at Patreon.com slash Hemant. That's Man T. We appreciate your support. I'm Hemant Mehta. And I'm Jessica Blimke. We hope you join us next time.